Datology Coach Podcast. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Kristen. Welcome to spooky season. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I do love fall. But also, uh, welcome to, is not is October still Breast Cancer Awareness Month? I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I kicked off Breast Cancer Awareness Month by getting a breast exam. Uh-huh. I thought it'd be good to sort of put that out there. I, uh, it's, I, I've talked about my mother and my sister both passed from breast cancer. So I'm, I'm high risk and I am also very anxious about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I do my self exams, I'm very tentative right? because I'm ten, I'm just, I'm scared. And so I know that when I, when I do them, I'm like, mm, you're not, you, you know, as well as I do, you're not, you're not going, you're not doing the full job. So I went and got a clinical exam because as I was saying to you, I put far more stock in physical exams than in, I mean, I'm still getting the mammogram and ultrasound, but I like to do the clinical first. It kind of takes the edge off Mm -hmm. because if they don't feel anything, then I feel less anxious. I'm still anxious getting the mammogram, but I feel less anxious. And as I told you, you know, my sister, my sister was hypervigilant because she had six kids and she, you know, our mother had died, you know, my mother died at 46 and that really, that hit me Saturday right before I went in for this appointment. I was like, fuck, 46 is so young. It's very young. Because now that I'm in my fifties, I'm like, that's so young. And Mm -hmm. so she was hypervigilant about, about her exams and her mammogram and everything. And she felt, she just felt a small lump and she went and got a mammogram and they looked at it and they said, yeah, it's nothing. And she said, I'd like a biopsy. And this is why it's so important to advocate for yourself. Uh, She said, I'd I'd like a biopsy. And so they did a biopsy and it turned out it was cancer. But if she hadn't done that exam, she wouldn't have gotten the mammogram and then wouldn't have gotten the biopsy. And then, you know, so I, I just feel far more confident about the physical, the clinical exams than anything else. And I, I, I find myself getting, I'm very, very bitter. Like, I don't want to, don't come to me and ask me to, to donate to your breast cancer fucking run. I'm not doing it because people okay. think I'm the prime person to do that to. I'm like, Nope, don't even, don't even think about it. <laughs> Cause I will not give you a dime. I'm just so bitter about where we're at with breast cancer and where I think, you know, where I think we should be in terms of research and just the idea of, you know, the people who die are like people who, you know, my sister was 55 when yeah. she died, six kids, man. And three months later, her oldest son, you know, finds out he's, he's going to have a baby. And I'm like, Phew. you know, like my, it was my, would have been my sister's first grandchild and she would have just been over the moon. And I'm like, you know, she got the radical mastectomy. She got all of it. Everything was fine. And then one day she went in for an exam. Oh yeah, it's back. And it's not just back, but it's stage four. Mm. So I just, yeah. All of this is to say, as, if you're fearful about doing your self exams, if you don't think you're doing them properly, go go to a Planned Parenthood, try to get a, an appointment with your doctor and get the clinical exams. Like I just, I feel much more confident after the clinical exams, let somebody yeah. else do it. Uh, you know, get them a couple, get them a few times a year if you can. If that's something you can afford, that's something I have to do. I typically yeah. to, I have to get a clinical 
at least well, you twice know, a year. Parenthood has a sliding scale. So, yes. so just uh, kicking off Breast Cancer Awareness Month by saying uh, I. I know that fear and I was terrified, but I was so relieved when I came out of that appointment and you will yeah. be too. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah, <laughs> I have two words. Talking about spooky word- season. Talking <laughs> about spooky season, right? <laughs> I have two words for you. Okay. Couch guy. <laughs> yeah. Couch guy. Oh. Yeah. So if you don't know what this is, this is a, one of the, uh, something that went trending and viral on TikTok where this young college student mm-hmm. showed up at her boyfriend's dorm space or his mm-hmm. living space while he's <clears throat> away at school. Mm-hmm. And she showed up and surprised him and he's sitting on the couch with three girls. Mm-hmm. And I'm intentionally calling them girls because I, I do. I, they're, they, they're like, got to be like maybe 18 to 20. Yeah, probably. That age. And the this look is also of- not, a, not a mistake a senior in college would make. <laughs> Well, okay, what do you mean? We'll just we'll, we'll get there. I think go we'll on. Get there. So he, uh, shall we say, did not look thrilled, right, when she right. showed up. And so the internet, or not so much the internet, just TikTok, because I didn't mm-hmm. hear about this anywhere else. No, me neither. So on it's TikTok, really, it's like a really. You'd think it was like a national event, <laughs> right? Outside of TikTok, nobody gave a fuck, right? Um. <clears throat> yeah. So TikTok just went, just did what what they're now so fa- like <laughs> what they're expected to do, and they just per- like they just became their toxic selves. This is really the tipping point for me for that app because the people who who took pleasure mm-hmm. at, at making fun of that girl. I mean that's yeah that's that's why this blew up right is because everyone got to experience the Schadenfreude of watching someone else fail. Yeah, um, I mean and I, to call it what it is, it's it's women watching another woman. Exactly. You know, it's not. I don't think exactly. dudes are <laughs> talking about couch guy. Uh, well, that's not true. I've seen a, a number of actually a okay. male creator did um, did. This is how I found out about it. Well, okay. He so he did his little fucking stitch. He's like a guy in his thirties, and he's you know look at her. He's mocking. He's reading her comments in in her voice, and he's mocking her because she's saying you know it's really sad that you guys are making all these assumptions about somebody else's relationship. And you know what? She's fucking right. I mean, especially when yeah. fucking <laughs> they're a kid. They're kids. Yeah. And the people well, who are like, I'll say this. I think. Um, I'm going to play both sides here. (laughs) So I think both sides are right. Like, yeah, people should not be taking such glee in this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, People also should not be assuming they know what was in his head. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, he probably wasn't that happy to see her. (laughs) I'm sure he wasn't. Right. And I mean, I only say that because, uh, like... Pro- well, probably long distance relationships when you're in your freshman year of college are doomed anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't recommend, right? right? Like, we all know about the turkey drop, right? What's the turkey the tur- drop? The turkey drop is when you dump your long distance relationship before Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, it's a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
don't don't recommend and super don't recommend because like like why would you start college in a relationship yeah you're surrounded by thousands of new options yeah um yeah yeah and and also like the person that you're in a relationship with is probably not gonna be your person anyway so like you might as well have a slutty face right (laughs) and enjoy yourself yeah but anyway um the other reason I think, like, oh, he probably wasn't that glad to see her is because, um, would you be? I wouldn't be. Yeah, I I would not have been thrilled about it. No, because there's ex- exactly one reason why she thought, I'm going to surprise all, him. Exactly. We all. That's exactly what I was going to say. We all know when someone does the surprise, it's because they think something's up. Right. And it might right. be. And it might be. And- uh, but also, like, even if it weren't, people just, people in relationships are still allowed to enjoy things on their own. Right? And people who are in relationships are allowed to talk to people and flirt with people. And, like, that's, like, you just, you just can't control people. Right. <laughs> is the end of, the beginning and end of this. Right. But, you know, <clears throat> you, <laughs> Like, what about, there's all these people who, like, all these people who at other times are, like, defending men and women being friends. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, a oh, great topic. Okay. If, or if, if that's the case and you're so for it, then why, what are you doing here? What are you, like, why are you trashing this? Right. And just from looking, just when I saw it, someone else already, like, already completely myth-busted the passing of the phone because everyone thinks oh see how she passed his she had his phone and she was passing his phone no she didn't and first and second of all why would she do that i mean what would that prove anyway what who cares right (laughs) what What is that that, what would that prove it's the total lack of critical that's something else too on that no critical thinking whatsoever well the whole time i'm like why does that matter who cares right who cares but just in general, it was the amount of pleasure people took. And in, in this girl's, you know, the down, like kind of her, not a downfall, but like, dude, you're just, this is going to be, tra- this could be traumatic for her. The, what you're oh, all doing. Sure. Yeah. Because if her boyfriend is cheating, her boyfriend's cheating and you're all just fucking harassing her. Yeah. Her just piling on. About you're just piling on. She is. Yeah. Right. About how stupid she is. So when they do finally break up, all of that's going to be in her head. Right. Oh, why didn't I? Why didn't I? Why didn't I? Everyone saw it. Everyone saw it. You know, there's just no, I'm just, I can't. Between I think the word the, you're looking for is hypocrisy. <laughs> yes. Hypocrisy. <laughs> but between that and, and the, and the Gabby Petito, am I saying oh, yeah. her last name? Mm-hmm. The way people have handled that. Yeah, I, I, that still has not crossed my path, and I haven't sought it out. Yeah, you know, I... Oh. I mean, it definitely is... It's going to make an interesting dissertation for someone about the nature of parasocial what? relationships. Parasocial relationships. Women's obsession with true crime, and and just, you know, regarding other people's lives as entertainment. Yeah, it's almost as if they don't understand that this was a, this is a real person here. 
Like this yeah. is a real person. This isn't a character on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> right. You know, this is a real person with a real family. And all you assholes putting shit out there. Well, so-and-so saw him here and so-and-so did the, like an information that you're putting out there. Oh, I heard this and I heard that. Like you have no idea how you could be interfering with this police investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, you have no idea how you could be just messing with the minds of this woman's, this young woman's parents. Right. And I won't even, the psychics are just, I've, I've. Oh, I, I don't. I haven't. I can't either. <laughs> I can't even. Shame on all of you. You should all be banned. But these, like, the people who are, you're clearly trying to launch something from this. You're using this as a springboard. What, do you yeah. want to be an investigative journalist? Is that what you want Maybe. to do? Go to school. Go to school. Oh, well, yeah. Take a class. Go to the fucking University of Phoenix. I don't care. Take a master class with whoever. That Do that. Don't use this. I mean, I, so what's tricky about this is is the main character syndrome again, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. there, there certainly are people who have launched careers off of cases um, without John a Walsh. formal, well, without John a formal Walsh. education. I'm thinking of uh, Michelle McNamara who had a formal education, but not in any kind of like crime investigation or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was actually helpful right. <laughs> in, in that case and made genuine connections um, with the police who were involved, and uh, but that was over the course of like a decade. <laughs> yes, but let's let's kind of um, let's talk about why she why she was helpful. She was helpful because she wasn't parasitic about it. Well, exactly. She was, right. she was helpful because it it the focus never became her. It right. was always exactly. the story, right. and people trusted her. She she right. earned their trust. Right. And the and the main character syndrome here, I think, is at fault again because, like, not only are people trying to launch something for themselves out mm-hmm. of this, but they mm-hmm. also think like, "Oh, it's theoretically possible. Therefore, I'm going to be the one to do it." Yeah, and yeah, just like it's theoretically possible to be a professional athlete, like you still have a higher chance of being struck by lightning twice. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, and. As let's, you brought up, I don't know. Maybe, maybe let's be just a little humble. And as you brought up recently, uh, this stuff always, 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 always revolves around hurts, humiliates, embarrasses yeah. women, exploits women. Always. Yes. Yep. You know. So don't let that, don't let that point be lost when you hear these stories. It just, just it's. There's something to this. And it really was this young girl going back to the couch guy. This really was a bunch of women who yeah. loved seeing another woman fail. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, was. absolute delight. Absol- <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't wanting to see her fail, it was projecting their trauma, their experience onto her. The amount of uh-huh. unresolved trauma on that app is is just overwhelming. <laughs> I don't think it has to be either or. I mean, we can have it all. <laughs> We're we women. can have we trauma have and schadenfreude. <laughs> yeah, all right. So this is not why people tune in. Uh, well, maybe okay. it is. I don't know. Let us know. Was this interesting? Yeah, let us know. Let us if know. you want us to delve into uh, other areas, you you let us know, people. Um, but since we are kicking off things in a bit of a dramatic way, Sarah. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think, guys, we're going to do something that we've never done on the show before. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A dramatic reading. 
<laughs> Here we go. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping left its seeds while I was. What's at the scene, Sarah? Mm-hmm. A woman is swiping through dating apps and she makes a match with a man named Corey. Hmm. So she decides to send a message. Hey, Corey, thanks for your service. But also, please be super careful. Hope you're having a relaxing long weekend. I just got back. So exhausted. Thank you. Safety is our priority. Well, hope you rest up well then. I'd love to hear more about your self-reinvention when you're not exhausted. I'd love to. I still have a lot of work to do. Today, my priorities are elsewhere. I'm in full pervert mode after being in a sausage fest away from civilization for two weeks. Lol. <laughs> Hold on. Shh, I'm going to stay in character. Don't want to break the fourth wall. Oh, I'm not sure how to respond to that, but okay, thumbs up. Sorry. I tried not to be explicit. I won't elaborate further unless you end up in a mood like that, too. Lol. I'm capable of real conversation, lol. (laughs) Oh, I understand now. You're looking for a lady whose needs are more immediate. Gotcha. Well, best of luck in your search. Unfortunately, I'm much too self-conscious to be of any use in that area. I don't know how you are. You're gorgeous. These needs are just right now. I still think long term. I didn't mean to scare you off. Aw, thank you. But that's just mostly makeup and lighting, lol. There are a couple with no makeup, though. The tie-dye ones are my fave. That's really, that's the real me. Oh, I'm not scared off. I just didn't want to hinder your search for Ms. Right Now, lol. I'm liking them all. And good, lol. Sorry I'm so forward. I can definitely be a pervert. What does Ms. mean? Ms. equals a Ms. It's what people use instead of Miss or Mrs. It's supposed to be a prefix that addresses... Is this woman fucking Wikipedia? What is going on here? This guy knows what a Ms. is. You just broke... You're breaking character. I'm breaking the fourth wall because I'm so angry at Corey. Okay. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. (laughs) (laughs) Ms. is... What, it's what people use instead of miss or missus. It's supposed to be a prefix that addresses a woman regardless of her marital status. Because any man is mister, they invented Ms or Ms for equality. LOL. Oh, I knew that. Sorry. I thought MS was like slang that the youngins made and I hadn't caught up with it. LOL. Oh, LOL. I'm definitely not young, but TY. Thank you. My first guess was MS means meaningless sex, which would still work in that sentence. Haha. Ha. LOL. I'd definitely prefer meaningful sex, but I'll take my problem and then come back with a fresh start. I've been gone two weeks. Please forgive my bluntness. Lol. Do you know I've never had meaningless sex? I don't think I'd like it. I'm too much of a romantic. Sure, no worries. And scene. So 
we've all had an exchange like this, but what I want to point out with this, a couple of things I want to point out. First, they always follow the same pattern. Mm -hmm. Like you're talking, everything's normal. You're like, hey, this person seems kind of nice. This seems sort of interesting. And then bam. And then bam. (laughs) Bam, bam, bam. Bam. Out of nowhere. Something about my dick. Right. (laughs) Or they slap your, it's like a proverbial dick slap in the face. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. it really is done to stun you. So uh-huh. that you're like, wait, what just happened there? What just happened? And that, that's a test. Because if you yeah. react if if you give it back, right? If you if you um respond in kind, yeah. then they're like, okay, cool, we're on the Game same page on. here. Game on. Yeah. If you take a step back, they're like, oh, okay, they're gauging just how much effort they're gonna have to make to get you to sleep with them. Correct. Correct. And so, you know, you'll take a step back. And so then suddenly they're like, oh, no, 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 I didn't. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I've been away for so long, you know, because apparently you just forget your social skills and your manners. Mm-hmm. Right. Like two weeks is a long time. <laughs> like two weeks is a long time. And, you know, okay, we'll, we'll kind of try to slide back into normal conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what's, you know, Ms., he knew what a Miz was. He he had to have known that. Yeah, because in his text, it even was capital M, lowercase s. Oh, good catch. Which, you know, if you thought it was an acronym, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying this dude is a Rhodes Scholar, but like he might have done a capital S. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he knew what it was, but of course he had to circle back. Oh, my first guess was meaningless sex. Yeah, just just trying it again. Just, just going, just, yep. Just because, in case you didn't hear me the first time. Something about my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest question here is, why are you responding? Yeah, she does really try. You I know. Mean, yeah. She's she's very indulgent in in, like, trying to change the subject, but not really. Like, oh, I've never had meaningless sex. Like, I, I see what you're doing. Like, you're you're trying to keep the door open right. right? to continue to have him regard you in a potentially romantic way mm-hmm. by, like, generally talking about sex. But you're also trying to set a tone. Right. Of, right. Like, I'm not that kind of girl. Which, oh, you brought that. I'm glad you brought that up because that's the that's is, the next thing we're talking about. Okay. So now this is this is the question that she asked. Am I being too prudish, prudish to think that a man, or at least the type of man I'd want, wouldn't say this to a potential partner? I'm blunt, but this seems a little too honest. It seems a little too honest because it is too honest. Yeah. And I need people to remember something. Spe- I, specifically, no, people in general. When people say something to you that is just objectively offensive, yeah, they're not trying to impress you. No. No. <laughs> Therefore, they're not interested in actually getting to know you and dating you. And if right. they do, dear God. So yeah. they're, they don't, if they're showing you, I don't care if I offend you. Like, there's your answer. Not, you know, there's your answer. <laughs> yeah, you're, your not, answer. you're not being prudish by, right. um, you know, expecting that we live in a society mm-hmm. in which the social order has not yet broken down. Not yet broke it down <laughs> right. to the degree that men are allowed to just run around 
leading with their dicks. <laughs> leading with their dicks. And really, like, stop. Please, I am begging you to stop enabling and indulging this. Yeah, because she did try to bring it back and he just, you know, he already went there. Yeah, understand that there is. So we've talked about emotional consent, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about emotional consent uh, in terms of trauma dumping. It, this emotional consent also applies to situations like this. People just can't talk to you sexually without your consent. Right. And they need to know that they need to understand that. So the next time someone starts in like this with you, I mean, if you personally, I would just like not respond. Right. But if you feel like, Oh, I kind of like this and maybe they, maybe, maybe they're just being awkward. I don't know. Put it out there right away. That's a, I, that's not a subject I, I, I consent to talk about right now. Yeah. Or even, or even just like, you know, like I find you attractive, but, I find this conversation awkward. Yeah, but make it, uh, really make it clear. Not even, don't just say, I find this awkward. Make it very clear. You need to make, you need to get my permission to do this. Sure. Yeah, there is, in this text exchange especially, there was an opportunity for her to be like, hey, did you notice how I changed the subject? Yeah. Yeah. You Which know, again would would be permissive and like you don't you don't you don't need to do that. You could just stop responding. You know, right? Set the boundary right away. If you set want. the boundary, because yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have to set this boundary. And of course, some guy in the comments was like, "Why are you telling her to tell him that like, she has to ask for consent? All she has to do is stop talking because she does. Because you fucking clown, you guys don't know that this is inappropriate. Well, actually, right. you know what? You do know." You do know. You just right. don't care. I mean, you you, you do just need don't consent care. to talk to people like this. Yeah. Yeah. So we've talked about this before, but I, I cannot stress enough. Please just disengage with clowns like this. Right. Because that's, they're really, it's, it's verbal coercion. I was going to say, imagine what, what the state would have been like if it had, was like it, if this exchange had happened in person, like right. women, women would be fearful. Women would be feel fearful. This level of forwardness. Right. Not just the forwardness, but the insistence, the, focus, the relentlessness. Right. Mm-hmm. The, yep. You know, she's trying to, well, she didn't really do a great job of changing the subject. Well, she no. tried. She tried. You she know, tried to be subtle. Right. Right. Not the guy <laughs> that was like, what about my dick? <laughs> but yeah. if we were in person and this, like, this kept happening, or God forbid, you were alone with him. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's yeah. coercion. Which, like, we don't. Yeah. I mean, we, we're not. I don't know. Maybe we are saying this guy is dangerous. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's hard to know what would have happened if the state was in person. Maybe he mm-hmm. wouldn't have um, mm-hmm. behaved in this manner. But mm-hmm. he definitely doesn't understand consent. I think that's fair to say. That's fair to say. Like, and remember that. That, that's what they're telling you. Yeah. They don't understand consent. Yeah, that is they, the takeaway. That's the takeaway. <laughs> well, they feel they don't need it. Right. Yeah. Right. If they make a statement like that out of the blue, no, they don't understand the whole concept of consent. Right. Like to them, consent is like, can I put my dick inside you? Mm-hmm. No. It's, it's can you enter my f- space right. in any way? Right. My head space, my badge right. space. 
<laughs> all the space. <laughs> all, all the spaces. Yep. <laughs> so I got tagged in this TikTok a few times, and it's from <laughs> dating coach Matthew Hussey. And, uh, oh, now, classic. Classic. Uh, I, I'm just going to say, some of the stuff he says, I agree with it. Some of it, I don't. But in general, something about this guy just doesn't feel right. Sure. And I'll leave it at that. Sure. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Something about yeah. this guy feels off. Uh, mm-hmm. And Sarah, please tell them again, I'm never wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never wrong. So, um, is this the guy um, that was hosting like a like a wellness seminar or something pre-pandemic and he was like women tell me about all your trauma no that was miles with an e oh okay remember okay. miles with an e i don't even know what well he's doing. i clearly do yeah i just conflated the two he's well he's more of just a predator clearly uh, uh, matthew hussey <laughs> you know he's nice enough a uh, good looking he's got the accent i just think that well I won't go there. <laughs> just think he's a little sus? A little sus. He's a little, there's something, there's something. Okay. That's that's my vibe. Okay, okay, so here we go. Here we go with Matthew's advice. So when you say just go out of the shower, he says, send me a pic then. At this point, you choose which type of woman you want to be. Do you want to be passive and just be like, no, I can't, and then keep going with the conversation? Do you want to be aggressive and say i'm not that kind of woman why would you assume that i would send you a picture or do you want to be the charming woman who shows her standard but also how sexy she is at the same time now i have a way for you to do this a very simple message that will separate you from every other woman you say i think you have me confused with a future me who's been on many more dates with you now the beauty of this is that on one hand you've shown your standard by saying i wouldn't do that so soon but on the other hand you've shown you're not a prude in other words if he were the guy that invested in you and spent many more dates with you you would be the type of person that would be prepared to be intimate with him in a variety so when you say just go out Uh, okay i have a lot of thoughts i have thoughts on this let me stop you right there Let's take a minute, baby Jesus, on a fucking pogo stick. Uh, okay, so let's first address the fact that he says, what type of woman you're going to be. Right. What What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, it means that we can only be one thing. Right. We have to pick. Exactly. <laughs> it means mm-hmm. we, we are not layered. We are not complex. We can only be one thing. Number two, notice how he frames the woman setting a boundary as aggressive. I did notice that. I that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I saw that as well. Yeah. So she's aggressive. And then he does the thing. He does the, as when well, he's talking as the quote unquote aggressive woman. What makes you think I'm the type of woman who would do that? Yeah. So we're, we're doubling down on the right. Madonna horror complex. Right. So you mean the type of woman yeah. who has autonomy over her body and is, is sexually confident and who would want to do that? That type of woman? Right. Because those those women exist and have value and character and integrity. Um, we can be many things. You know, like mm-hmm. you said, guys put us in boxes. It's their only way of understanding us. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. And, That's, yeah. 
They're, yeah. They're just simple creatures, really. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> By simple, we mean stupid, because you are stupid. Because yeah. they are stupid. And finally, the you can be charming and sexy and respond with, no, you know what we're going to tell women? We're going to tell women, stop caring what men think and tell that guy to go fuck himself. Yeah, I mean... So there's also a fourth option, which is which is what I would have done, which just, is like I would have sent a picture, but it would have been like, okay, here's here's my hair in a hair towel. Yep. <laughs> yeah. there, there you go. There you go. Um, let's stop advising women that they must soften themselves in order to set have their boundaries respected. Yeah, I don't really like the whole um just catering to his ego yeah right because he's not he's not entitled Mm -hmm. to this picture right that he's asking for right uh now or maybe ever i mean can we can we revisit just the notion of like you don't have to do this Mm -hmm. and and also why would you like who trusts men with with this right (laughs) these are these are private these are images that should live in your mind like if you i don't know if you want to send these photos that's up to you but like if you don't i don't think there's anything wrong with that either because why like who would trust men and also why is it that the concern is always the if the woman sends it but there's no real concern about what it means if a man asks for one Right. How, why is, and, and that's a rhetorical question. We all know what the answer is. So it like men get off scot-free. Oh, they can ask that question. That question's fucking offensive at, mm-hmm. at a very early stage of dating. Yeah. It's offensive. You want, you want to torpedo a, a blossoming relationship? Ask her for a naked picture. I mean, it really is designed to create discomfort and pressure. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's, let's see. How far can I push her? Can I push, let me, let me try and push those boundaries. I got a letter from a woman who said, you know, I've had guys ask me and she was plus sized and she said, I've had guys ask me, you know, if I'm sexually active and, you know, like I don't, yes. On dating apps? Yes. Once again, this is the default. This is, yeah, (laughs) this is, and I think that these men think that plus sized women are desperate and it's like, "Mm, no. Oh, so you think they're trying to either start like a sexting conversation right out of the gate or they're trying to establish like, oh, if I take you out one time, you'll be so grateful that you'll sleep with me right away. I I think it's just uh, it's I I think people who ask questions like that up front, A, are just they're just socially inept. But B, it's it's that they they think she she's so grateful for the attention that she'll do it. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just gross, and the 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 there really needs to be a focus put on men asking. What does it say about a man who asks for one? Right. What, do we do we discuss that at all? We don't. We don't. I mean, and again, like I I just want to I just want to carefully draw the distinction between like if if you're if you're seeing someone right if you've been on any any number of dates with them and you want to exchange photos. By all means. Godspeed. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, 
yeah right out of the gate like this it's yeah. designed to to push you yeah and it, to make you uncomfortable yeah and to give him the upper hand and the power yep yeah because if he has those pictures of you you're gonna be more compliant i do understand the folk wisdom here about like well you know like this is this is what people do and don't want to be left behind or whatever <laughs> like well as long as my face isn't in it and again if you want to do this fine mm -hmm. but like ask yourself like oh why 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 does it matter if her face is in it is it because you don't trust this person mm -hmm. that's it yeah right that's the only reason right so if you don't trust this person why are they entitled to this photo anyway they can look at porn fuck this guy right so um yeah, let's be really careful with the language that we use with when we're talking when we're talking to men and we say like I'm not that kind of woman. I'm like be careful. What like what are you what are you saying? You're giving them license to use that phrase. You know. Right. And yeah. and you're, he's you're reinforcing the idea that they're that women are um one-dimensional yes. and that we can only serve one purpose. Yes. And this throughout this time. whole TikTok, he's pitting women against each other. Of course. You know, he's like, you're going to stand out from, right, right. from all the women. You're not like other girls. You're not like other girls. <laughs> you know? know, so Matthew Hussey, big fat, uh, big fat lose for you, sir. Uh, I tip my hat. Uh, you get nothing. You lose. Sir. Not great. Not great, Bob. Not, <laughs> not, not great, Bob. Okay, Sarah, you have a letter. I do. It's a short one. It's a short one. Uh, so the question is, is it worth rematching with a person who stopped talking early on, like after a few days, after matching, and then their profile disappeared? The conversation was decent, so my guess is he either deleted his profile or maybe started talking with someone else. Your guess is correct. <laughs> Your guess is correct. Um, I, I do, you know, I've had a few clients come to me and say, you know, I've been on two or three dates with somebody, and I just saw today that they their profile's gone. And I said, a lot of people, men and women, yep. after a couple dates, they take their profile down to, to focus on, on somebody. Yeah. Uh, which I actually think is a really good idea. I uh, mean, I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Um, yeah. No, it's a bad sign if their profile is down and you haven't heard from them in a couple days. Yes. Then, you know, yeah, they are focusing someone on someone and it's probably not you. Yes. Um, my feeling is... If they had wanted to, they would have. Right. I don't like the idea of returning back to somebody. Like if they dropped oh, you, okay. right. if they if they just dropped things with you, they weren't interested. You know? Uh, okay. All right. I I feel the opposite. I think it's perfectly fine um, and, and just part of the process for people to, to drop in and out. In fact, I'm going to go so far as to say when someone comes to you and says, hey, um, I, I'm sorry, like I've been on a couple dates with somebody and uh, I, I'm looking to see where that goes. I want to focus on that. I actually think they're telling you that because if things don't work out, they're, get, they're trying to generate some goodwill. Well, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So, uh, so if he had wanted to, like if he wanted to at least keep her in his back pocket, I think he would have said that to her. Well, I mean, I, I do see your point, but I also think um, that just generally we need to be 
less rigid in our expectations of each other mm-hmm. and the level of commitment that mm-hmm. we ought to expect from people that we don't really know that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, by which I mean, like, I, I don't subscribe to the the general notion of, like, he should be obsessed with you. Like, that that whole school of thought. Yeah, I feel that if if someone, like, if you get the sense somehow that you're someone's, like, second choice, that's probably okay and also not indicative that they don't like you because first of all, second choice is still pretty high on the list. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, we're wrong about shit all the time. Right. <laughs> like if you somehow, I don't even know how this would come out. Like, but if you somehow found out like, Oh, I was, I was somebody's second choice. Like that doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. other than like, perhaps they misjudged the other person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, I think everyone is just like no one wants to be humiliated and I get that. Like did you see that that um Twitter thread going around about like men don't marry women that they actually like. They just get married when they're ready to get married and it was just like like this whole I don't know, this whole thing. Do we disagree, <laughs> do we disagree with that premise? Cuz I do not disagree with that premise. I mean, I would hope that my husband likes me. <laughs> Well, I think they like, I, I do think that a lot of men, not all men, but I do think that there's a pretty decent, we've talked about this, the pretty, pretty decent number of men that get married because they're just like, I'm, I'm, this is the best I'm going to do. I don't want to date Well, anymore. I think men and women do that. And mm-hmm. I think that this whole, this whole conversation that women are having around like, oh, men just marry whoever they're with when they want to get married is really just a way of self-soothing. Because it's easier for people to be like, oh, he doesn't really like her. He was just ready to get married than to say like, well, he obviously sees something in her and like, maybe it wasn't me, but you know, that doesn't mean there's anything inherently wrong with me or like, I'm not broken because I'm still single. Like, it's just much easier than doing any kind of introspection. Yeah. I I do think that once a guy decides he's ready then he's he's paying a lot closer attention to the women I think that he it, did. Yeah, it makes him more ready to commit, but I don't think it means he commits to the first person that comes along. Just whoever. Right. Yeah, I think he's more right. you know, I, I, I hate this idea that, that goes around with it where they say, Well, men, they put women in one of two categories, somebody I'd hook up with and somebody I'd I'd date seriously. Mm-hmm. I just I don't don't think it has anything to do with the woman. And everything to do with the, where the guy is at in his head, in his like, oh, yeah, it, totally. Like it's not, it's not about what. Stop making about like, oh, you just act too slutty. That's right. why. That's not it. That's no. not it. It has nothing nope. to do with her, and everything <laughs> to do with him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and can we? Can I also say because I saw a TikTok this week where a woman she went out. She's like, I had a couple dates lined up, and this was the. Um, she called them zero dates where you, uh, you go out with somebody and you just agree to me for a couple drinks and it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's a zero date. You know, you meet, you talk and. Oh, it's like you meet to decide if you want to go on a real date. Yeah. So it's a fucking date. Jesus Christ. That's a date. That's a date. It's a date. Hello. Uh, I mean, if it makes you feel better and like more relaxed and feel less anxiety about dating to call it a zero date again. 
go for yeah. it. Godspeed. Godspeed. So she <laughs> whatever, whatever gets you through. So she has this date and it it turns into this marathon five hour date. And then apparently oh. great. We love those. And then they spend like multiple nights together that that week. Whoop, 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 you know? Uh-huh. Uh, so Okay. We know about- it. Just committing to whoever's there when you're ready. <laughs> right, right. So she had a, bu- a number of d- dates lined up, uh, or like three. But after this one first date, she contacted the other guys. And she posted mm. the what she said to them. And she's like, hey, you know, I've kind of met somebody. And so I think I'm going to see where that goes. I'm like, dude, after one date? See that false sense of familiarity? And, uh, you know, there are so many reasons why that marathon date is is bad. But the main one is you are in oxytocin fucking overdrive. Yeah, you're not you're not thinking clearly. You're not thinking clearly. (laughs) More than that, your defenses are down. Right. Like the whole reason why, like, uh, like oxytocin is part of it's kind of like how we are able to like take our clothes off with a guy with somebody and have sex with them. Like it, it, it lowers our defenses mm-hmm. and it, it lowers our inhibitions, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so that's what you're kind of, that's what's fueling you on those dates. So don't do anything like after that first date. No, 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 no. Make no decisions. Don't get a mortgage. Right. Don't drive a tractor. <laughs> Don't do any haircut, haircut. (laughs) No, take a couple days. Let those brain chemicals settle. Right. Don't delete your profile. Don't delete your profile, (laughs) especially if I wrote it for you. Oh my God. Uh, And, um, and just let everything normalize. Yeah. And I would even say like, go on those other dates. Absolutely. Go on. Well, go on at least one. You know, take the edge off. Take right. the, you know, to whatever degree you're comfortable juggling men. Yeah, uh, you ought to. Yeah, like <laughs> that's that's my advice. If you, I understand, like not everybody wants to do that, but to the degree that you are comfortable, I, I think you ought to. Right, it really helps you keep perspective. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay, Sarah, I want you to blind react. So, so, but wait. So, before we move on, though, okay, <laughs> you're saying if you wanted to, he would. I'm saying. Eh, give it another shot. Yep. Well, good luck out there. Good luck out there, kids. Uh, be careful out there. Sarah, I want yeah. you to, um, we're going to do a blind react. I'm okay, going to read yeah, you I a letter that you one. haven't okay. haven't seen first. Okay. 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 I met someone over a year ago. We went on about six dates and kissed a few times. I then decided to take some time and wait as I didn't feel my head was in the right place to continue to see him. Fast forward one year and I saw him on Bumble. We reconnected and picked up where we left off. We became intimate and dated for about four months. The problem for me is his weight. He is about 30 pounds overweight. At first, I thought I could get past it, but it really did bother me. So I stopped seeing him. I told him my head was in the wrong place for a relationship as I felt ashamed of my reason and I didn't want to hurt his feelings. Trust me, I am flawed and I don't pretend to be perfect. I am lonely and want a relationship. At least that is what I believe. So why is it when someone becomes interested, I find something wrong and stop seeing them? Okay. So, okay. 
there's there's a couple things going on here. Like you're asking, why do I find things wrong with somebody um, and, and and decide that I don't want to date them? I don't, but I don't think you found that wrong. I think you always had, like that was always something that, that his weight was always a detractor for you. It seems like way based on what she has told us. Yeah. Right. And so it sounds like, because there is, so when we care about somebody, when we start developing feelings for them, certain things fall into the, into the back, right? And mm-hmm. other things get pushed forward. And I feel like weight is one of those things, especially something, and I'm going to say this, and this is my personal opinion, something as insignificant as 30 pounds. To say I don't know where the thirty pound um, statistic came from. Yeah, <laughs> because like as we've talked about before, like I don't I don't know what thirty pounds extra looks like on a guy, and it depends on how tall he is and yada yeah, yada. Yeah, so, like, yada. So I, I don't know I don't know where that's coming from, but um, but I also know like thirty pounds. Well, so I, I know two things. Um, thirty pounds isn't a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> of mm-hmm. pounds. Just objectively. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I know is men have a much easier time losing weight than women. So yeah. if this is also a concern for him, like he could probably just have one less beer a week and easily yeah, drop right. 30 pounds. Right. So you 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 knew going in you weren't attracted to him. Right. So, so yeah, it sounds that way. So it sounds like you were dating him just to be dating somebody. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I don't think this is a case of why do I always find something wrong? I think potentially you're dating people you are not into or attracted to just to date them. I think, you know, going in, maybe not, you're not conscious of it or you're not acknowledging it, but that you're, this is, it's, you're starting at a a deficit with these people, with these people. Right. Cause you're, yeah. Cause you're not into them. Yep. Um, now. If that's not the case and things are great and then they do something like you hate their laugh or they mm. they clip their toenails or something shallow like that, something fixable, something changeable with just a, a sentence of, hey, could you go to the bathroom and do that? Yeah. Um, um, and that's what makes you break up, then there might be some <laughs> intimacy issues there. <laughs> Yeah. Can we start calling those Seinfeldian reasons? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. God, I hate Jerry Seinfeld, but sure. Um, yeah. Yes. So, you know, it really depends on what's the pattern. I need a pattern. Like, what are you, what are the reasons that you're breaking up with these people? If they're shallow reasons that are fixable with communication, you probably have some intimacy issues. Could be. <laughs> but if they're not. Yeah. You're just, you're dating people just to date people. Mm-hmm. And I understand the, the desire for that, especially as we enter cuffing season. I was uh, going to say, I don't, I I think that's perfectly fine to do. Um, Not if, no, not if you know the other person's really into you. Disagree. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, well, I cannot recommend that, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I disagree, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Just, just because most relationships don't work out anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. most of this is for practice. So, you know, would I tell them, like, hey, you're just for practice? 
no. <laughs> Still, you know, be kind and considerate. And like, if you want to date them just to date them, again, I, I would never ever tell them that. But like, I think it's I think it's okay to do. Yeah. Okay. But you're free to disagree. So yeah, we're disagreeing a lot this uh this episode. We are. <laughs> we are. Oh my goodness. But yeah, just it's okay to be lonely. And maybe just you know what? Maybe just I, I think allow yourself to go through that loneliness because once you come out the other side of that, and I know how profound it can be, and I know how painful it can be, but once you come out the other side of that, like I, I don't think people really understand how valuable loneliness is because it makes you so resilient and it really, it makes you unwilling to compromise. It's like, look, I, I really enjoy my own company. So what do you, what do you bring to the table? Do you know what I mean? Well, I do know what you mean. And I don't think it's that you become unwilling to compromise. Cause I, that to me sounds like a, like a pretty uh, negative trait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, would it be fair to say it makes you have a clearer perspective? Yes. It might actually even ha make you have better, higher standards. You have higher standards. Mm -hmm. I think that's a better way to frame it. You have higher sure. standards yeah. and uh, you know, and, and maybe you might realize eh, this whole men thing or this whole dating thing. Well, I don't, I don't really need it. Maybe, you know, so don't, uh, don't be too hard on yourself. You, and, and you broke things off. You did the right thing, you know, and now he can go date somebody that's more pro that's more compatible with him. Uh, well, that's one take on it. Okay. All right. <laughs> another, another take on it is like, this might be a person asking, but not asking like, how do I uh, conquer my own internalized fat phobia? Yeah. Which is a totally different question. Yes. And um, I don't know. <laughs> but it, I don't but, know. But that's just it. Is it fat phobia? Well, I don't, I don't know. Or was she just creating an excuse? I don't know. You know, um, but yeah, I, I think that's the other thing too. You want to examine, are you fat phobic? Right. Because 30 pounds really isn't anything. Um, uh, no, it's, it's not a lot of it's weight. Just not, it's just not. It's just not. So those are the two, those are the, the two answers for, for this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, we got a doozy here. <laughs> An evergreen. An evergreen, really. really. <laughs> okay, here we go. So I moved in with a guy after one and a half years of dating. I checked his search history recently and found some pretty explicit sexting. I confronted him and he said he was done. A month later, turns out he is not done. This guy shocked me. He checks so many boxes. Should I walk over this? Well, I think you should walk because you clearly don't trust him. Right, right. Um, and <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of you should walk because you checked up on him in this manner. Yes. Uh, also, it may not be you, right? And <laughs> also, you should walk because he's clearly having sex, sexual conversations with other women. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter how many boxes he checks. Never like this is the thing. Like we turn our heads. Oh, but they're so this, or they're so that, or they're so kind, or right. they're so this, or, which is all just a form of like, what if I never find anyone else? Right. 
And also understand yeah. it's like when people, when women are surprised that nerdy guys cheat or that nerdy guys, remember that thing on TikTok? They're like, you know, tell me, show me why you know your boyfriend won't cheat. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like some guy, guy. And it's like a guy playing a video right. game or like, something. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're still going to cheat. Like that's nerd. It doesn't matter. If, if they want to and they have the opportunity, they, they will. To, right. Yeah. So um, there are certain things you just don't overlook. And lying's one of them. Right. Cheating is definitely one of them. I would say so. Unless that's part of your arrangement. Right. In which case it wouldn't be cheating. Right. If you were yeah. looking up a search history, like really? Okay. Why are you doing, why are you doing that? You know why you're doing it. You know, it. but you're looking for something and it's because you don't trust yeah. him. Right. You know, you don't trust him. So if the, the fact that you had to do it anyway tells you, you don't trust this guy. Do you want to be with someone that you're constantly questioning? Do you want to go through that internal struggle, that internal anxiety every single time? Like he's, he's out with his friends or. I was going to say, yeah, every time he stays late at work or something. Right. Do you want to deal with that bullshit? I I mean, I don't. Right. So hard pass. Um, Dump him. Should you walk? You should. Sarah, Mm -hmm. do you have any final thoughts? Mm. A lot of disagreements this week. <laughs> um, let us let us know. I don't know if you try any of these strategies. Follow up. Yeah, I can be blue. I can be brown. I could be whatever violet sky. That song. Yeah. I cannot get it out of my head. It's a song that. that mm. pl- it is. It's a catch. I can be brown. I can be blue. I could be violet sky. <laughs> I'm a little surprised it came back because it was. I don't know. It was a hit like 10 years ago or something. Yeah. A lot of these songs come back. Isn't that, isn't that song that they played with the couch guy video? Like, isn't that a five-year-old song anyway? Uh, I don't remember what the song was, but I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm a little surprised that song came back, but yes, that was just me trying to be funny. So, uh, datologycoach.com if you want to submit a question go to the website click submit a question link Uh, we prefer that you submit through the site just so that there's no character limitation please submit Hmm. through the site follow me on youtube the go to you can either click the link in my tiktok bio or you can click the link really on any of my social media bios and you can find that the youtube the youtube uh uh, icon that's all it's also on the website uh let's see what else oh how to write the best dating profile ever e-guide. Get it. It has all my tips in there. There's the master online dating class and the write the best dating profile ever online course. Get it all online. You can either click the link in my social media bios or go to datologycoach.com and click courses. Uh, it has everything that we teach in the classes. It's actually, it's the material that we use when we're, when I, when we, when I'm teaching the classes. So if you've ever wanted to come to one of the classes and just couldn't afford it, or just didn't have the time, um, get the online class and it has all the material that we use for the classes. Uh, and follow me on TikTok at Datology Coach. That's it. That's all I got. Luca, nothing. Luca's sleeping. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.